Are you ready to become toxic person proof? Hey guys, Sarah K. Ramsey here to help you find love and success after a toxic relationship so you can design a life you're actually excited about living. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah and I have a very special podcast for you today. So I put together a list. I'm going to do this in two parts. Okay. So I I wanted to really take some time and think about, because it's basically been a decade now. Um, I'm approaching my 40th birthday and it was really approaching my 30th birthday that I really began this, um, obsessive journey into understanding a toxic, toxic people. Uh, you know, I, I talk a lot about obsessively studying narcissism and stuff and how that's not a healing strategy. And I a hundred percent agree with that. And I started out obsessively studying narcissism. My master's degree is in, um, research. And so I'm like the queen researcher of like, how can I know every single thing there is to know about this subject and uh, started out my journey um, the way many of you start out your journey and wanted to do a two-part series, two-part podcast on the things I've learned. Okay. So I want to make these things as simple as possible um, where I think we get stuck in the research stage is like, well, I mean, is it this type of narcissism or this type of narcissism? Um, And if you have not read my article, is he a narcissist or a jerk? Um, How to tell and why it matters. Please, 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 please read that article on um, how to really move forward in your healing journey in those circumstances, right? Um, It it lays it out in a clever way there. So definitely check that out. And we'll put that in the show notes. Uh, But what did you do a two-part series in like some really, really, really simple things to help us understand this topic? And narcissism, gaslighting, I mean, it's hugely important that these topics are being discussed. And they're very confusing, right? I mean, it's like, oh, you know, if you have a friend who you think may be in a narcissistic relationship, like, uh, you know, it's complicated to explain this to her. And is it nature? Is it nurture? Why do they act this way? Can it be fixed? Can It's, it's confusing, right? And when people join the Wonder Swim program, I talk and I say, you know, I'm really using you for your children, And they're like, what? What do you mean you're using me for my children? And I said, you know, in my 20s, I spent um, that decade working with kids. And if every kid had a confident, clear, put together, emotionally stable, healed mother with great boundaries with herself and with others who loved her kids, but didn't live through her kids. Like, I I mean, the world would change. The world would change. Um, And if you're not all those things, I have not always been all those things. And I'm sure 10 years from now, I'm going to say, oh, I wish I'd done this different. Um, But don't, I'm, I'm not saying that to blame you. I'm saying that to say, I'm really interested in simplifying this process as much as possible so we can help the next generation. Okay. So, so, so we, this stops, this process stops. Right. Um, And so today 
the first five. Um, and then I'll do another podcast on the next five of must haves for becoming toxic person proof. So these are beliefs that over the last decade, I could simplify it down, like really simplify this. Um, and for those who don't know, I used to teach the subject to teenagers. Um, I had uh, locally, I had a young girl who was actually killed by her toxic boyfriend. It made national news. It was this huge deal. Um, and I started a mental health program for teens. So even in starting this work, my goal is to make things as simple as possible so you can actually move forward. Okay. So five of the things I wish everybody knew and everybody needs to know to become toxic person proof, including the next generation. Okay. Number one, if someone is nice to you, move toward them. If someone is mean to you, move away from them. I want you to hear the simplicity in that, okay? But if you've not read my book, uh, Becoming Toxic Person Proof, you won't know the story. If you have read it, you will know the story. But I remember one time I was in the car with my grandmother, who's a wonderful person, um, and someone, well, I'll just tell you the story. So my son was talking about a bully at school and saying that he was mean. And my grandmother said, well, if he's mean, he probably needs friends. So you should be nicer to him and spend more time with him. Okay. She did not grow up with the internet. I'm not blaming my grandmother. But I also want you to see how that trickles down generationally and how it leads to people getting into toxic relationships. Um, You know, if you have a Christian faith background, you may have heard like turn the other cheek. You know, uh, there's also plenty of verses about um, Jesus fleeing toxic people. Go back and look. Uh, But we kind of pick and choose. Right. Um, And so, oh, I need to turn the other cheek. I need to put myself last. I need to, you know, these type of things. Well, guess what? Jesus only got crucified once. He only got crucified once. He didn't get crucified every day so evil people could have a good time hurting him. Okay? Turn the other cheek does not mean, hey, if you like being mean to people, I'm open for that. And I just want you to really enjoy your time on earth so you can just be as mean to me as you want. And I'm just going to like hashtag be blessed. Okay? Terrible idea. Terrible idea. Please do not pass it on to your children. Please, because <laughs> it's not always a uh, self-esteem issue or anything like that. I mean, oftentimes it is um, trying to be nice, trying to do the right thing. Okay, your purpose here on earth is to not help other people become worse. And if someone gets their kicks by being mean to others, and you're like, okay, that's you can be mean to me, I'll just love you through it. Okay, bad plan, abort. Abort. Bad plan. Okay. Number one, if someone is nice to you, move toward them. If someone is mean to you, move away from them. Okay. Major questions in dating, major questions in who you should be friends with, major questions in who you should marry. If someone is nice to you, move towards them. If someone is mean to you, move away from them. Okay. Um, And if someone is really confusing, that's not being nice. Well, I mean, they sometimes they seem nice and sometimes they seem this bad sign. 
that time. And we'll cover that more um, in our other questions in numbers points two and three. So point two, if something feels wrong, it probably is. I have talked to men who have cheated. I have talked to dating coaches. I've talked, I mean, every, okay. If it feels like something is wrong, it probably is. If it feels confusing, then something is wrong. Do not waste five, 10 years trying to figure out exactly what's wrong. One time recently, a because it will take, let me, it will take a lot of time. Um, recently, someone came to me and, well, about a year ago, and they were dating this guy. And I was like, I just don't love him. I just don't like him. Well, what do you not like, Sarah? Well, I can't put my finger on it. Okay. And what people want is for you to map out this plan on how someone's terrible with very limited information, especially if you've never met them. And it's like, well, I've known this person a month. You know, what do you think about them? I don't like them. Why? I'm not sure yet. But I'm not wrong. This person, 10 months later, found out that this guy was dating three or four different women and had different personalities with each woman. There's no way anybody on the planet can know that that's happening to someone they haven't met with very limited information. You have to trust your gut. You have to trust your intuition. If something feels wrong, don't give it the 10 months or 10 years to figure out exactly what was wrong. It feels like something's off. It feels confusing. It feels like there's a missing piece. It feels like something's weird. That's your answer. That is your answer. Okay, um, so number one, if someone is nice to you, move toward them. If someone is mean to you, move away from them. Number two, if something feels wrong, it probably is. Okay, point three, nice people don't pretend to be mean sometimes. Nice people don't pretend to be mean sometimes. So if you see someone's mask fall off, They are a mean person who's pretending to be nice, not a nice person pretending to be mean. Okay. The answer. The answer. Don't get in your head about, well, but they just need someone to love them or they had a hard childhood. Plenty of people have had a a difficult childhood who have turned out to be healers, therapists, coaches, teacher, whatever, plenty of people have had bad childhoods that they have not used as excuses to hurt others. Remember, if you think your purpose here on earth is to let other people be mean to you, so you somehow get like a spiritual crown or a holy crown, I don't know who's telling you that. I am so sorry. People told me that. I am so, so sorry. What I can say is that is not your purpose here on earth. And I refused at some point to stand before God and say, I was just so good at people being mean to me. I was just so good at it, God. I just, how did you make the world a better place, Sarah? Everyone who wanted to be mean and selfish and terrible, I let them. I didn't hold them accountable. I didn't get away from them. I didn't make them responsible for their actions. I just took it. That was not going to be my legacy. And I hope you don't want it to be yours either. So whatever is in your head of like, oh, I'm a bad person if I set boundaries, I want you to scrub that out. Like, listen to what I just said over and over and over again. Scrub that out. 
Okay, last one for today. I have another five that I'm going to do. Uh, but last one for today. Oh, no, I'm on number four. Sorry, obviously no more coffee. Okay, so point number four. <laughs> Between 10 and 20% of people have some type of personality disorder. I have literally spoken on this podcast, you know, maybe Zoom to Zoom, but personally spoken to all these experts that you've read books about and all, I, you know, nearly all of them. And this is something they are all in agreement about. It's either 10 or 20%. So one in five or one in 10 people have personality disorders. Good news, not everyone is toxic. Not everyone is terrible. Bad news, you better figure out the difference. And what every expert is also agreeing on is that um, it's getting worse. Like there are more toxic 20-year-olds now than when someone who's 50 was 20. So it's not that they're more toxic 20-year-olds and they're growing, they grew out of it, and that's just kind of a normal progression. No, what every expert is agreeing on is that currently there are more toxic 20-year-olds than when people who are 60 now were 20. Everyone's in agreement about that. All the researchers, all the, now what's causing that? We don't know yet, um, but they are all in agreement about that. So at one point, maybe it was like, oh, I could just be nice and everyone will be nice back. Um, please don't teach your children that. You know, these little pillows that are like, you know, if you can do anything else, be kind. Well, being kind is not giving a cocaine addict cocaine. There's nothing kind about giving someone who's addicted to alcohol a bottle of wine. That's not kind. Okay, we, we can agree that that's not kind. So allowing someone to be as selfish as they want if their addiction is selfishness, not kind. It is not any more kind to allow a selfish person to be consistently selfish than it is for a um, alcoholic to receive a bottle of liquor just because they felt like it or they wanted it. They were having a hard day. I just wouldn't give them some liquor. What? That's terrible. Well, they were having a hard day. So they yelled at me. I just, I just let them. No, don't teach your kids that. Okay. Don't teach your kids that. Uh, number five, the last one, patterns of behavior count, promises don't. How do you know someone will change? They are actually changing. Their pattern of consistent pattern of behavior is changing for a consistent amount of time. That is how you know someone is going to change. Promises mean nothing. Patterns of behavior count. Okay. So quick recap, my five lessons learned that I hope are very simple. One. If someone is nice to you, move toward them. If someone is mean to you, move away from them. Number two, if something feels wrong, it probably is. Do not waste your life trying to figure out exactly what it is. It will be a wasted life. I've seen it thousands of times. Number three, nice people don't pretend to be mean sometimes. 
If you see someone drop their nice mask, then the dark side is who they really are. Number four, between 10 and 20% of people have some type of personality disorder. It is also going to be worse for your children than it was for you. I wish this was not the information I had. It is the information I have. I'm so sorry. That's why I'm trying to give you some very easy and quick tips to help the next generation. Um, And number five, patterns of behavior count. Promises don't. Okay. Now, this goes both ways. If someone is usually wonderful and they mess up one time, that's still a pattern of good behavior. Where you get tricked is if someone's consistently bad and then they say, oh, I'm going to be good this time. And then they take you on this predictably unpredictable roller coaster. Don't do it. Patterns of behavior count, promises don't. If someone is changing, you will actually see a change in their pattern of behavior, not just a promise, okay? I hope that helps you on your journey to becoming toxic person proof. And please share this with somebody else who needs this information or somebody else with kids. Please, please, please um, help me, help the next generation have less stress, and healthier relationships than what I'm seeing now. Have a great day. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I know that there was something that you can take away to help you get past the past, get real about the present, or get serious about your future. And if I did my job, then hopefully it will help you with all three. If you are not in my Facebook group, finding love and success after a toxic relationship, then consider this your personal invitation from me. I'm there live. There's tons of support and most importantly, tons more information to help you on your journey to become toxic person proof.